It's a common sense recap of the big stories. It's Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC. Senator Cotton, really great to have you here on Cats and Cosby. Your reaction to this enormous news. Now, three U.S. soldiers have been killed by this strike. What is the Biden administration going to do? What should they do? Well, thanks very much for having me on. First, let me express my condolences to the families of those three soldiers we now know from the Georgia National Guard who have lost their loved ones. Um, you know, we pray for them and their peace, and, and we pray for the wounded battle buddies uh, who were also injured in this attack. Um, Joe Biden should do now what he should have done months, really years ago, which is devastating military strikes against Iran's terrorist forces throughout the Middle East in Yemen, in Iraq, in Syria, and in Iran itself. If he had done that years ago, we wouldn't be mourning the loss of these three soldiers and praying for the recovery of several dozen others. There's a long history of Iran challenging America, and when a strong, confident president stands up to them, as Donald Trump did when he killed Qasem Suleiman's terrorist mastermind in 2020, or Ronald Reagan when he sank half of Iran's Navy in 1988, Iran will pull in its horns. But when you have weak, hapless presidents like Joe Biden or Barack Obama who appease Iran, who give it billions of dollars, who announce to the world that they're afraid of any kind of conflict with Iran, then all Iran does is become more aggressive. And sadly, as I predicted for months, it results in dead Americans. Peter King. Tom, it's great talking. This is Pete King. We served together in the House, and you were a superstar. Yeah, you were a superstar from the day you arrived. Uh, let me just say, first of all, as, as a New Yorker, let me thank you for being one of the first senators to come out back in 2018 and 2019 for the 9-11 health care that was needed for the compensation. It was great of you to do it. There's nothing in it for you, politically or otherwise. I want to thank you for that. Tom, in, in the in the Cong- in, in, you know, the Senate now, after what happened over the weekend, I mean, people like you have been on to this since October is it becoming bipartisan to realize that more has to be done, that the president has failed? I mean, is there going to be any strong action taken? And is there any pressure coming from the Democrats on him to take it? Well, well, Pete, first off, it was a pleasure to serve with you. And my only complaint about you is you left too early. But it's great to hear your voice. You, uh, New York is a New York is a great advocate and Pete King in or out of Congress. Um, I, I, I'm afraid, Pete, that. You know, if you just listen to what the White House officials are saying today, John Kirby, the White House spokesman or the general who's the spokesman for the Pentagon, it sounds to me like once again, Joe Biden is worried about escalation. He is trying to find a proportionate response. But, Pete, as you know, proportional responses against, you know, theocratic dictatorship like Iran is never going to restore peace. We need disproportionate responses. The president keeps saying he's afraid of escalation, but Iran is escalating this war almost every day, as we saw yesterday. So we need what they call in the military escalation dominance. Unfortunately, just given the rhetoric we hear from White House and Pentagon officials today, I don't suspect we're going to get that. Many of my Democratic colleagues, uh, they know that we need more than they're going to get. They're calling for action. But they're not going to get ahead of President Biden. And when he does take what I suspect will be half-hearted, half-measures that will not scare Ron straight, then they'll be defending it as successful. But we'll know it's successful or not because the attacks will likely continue. And that's by definition a failure. 
By the way, uh, Senator Tom Cotton, you were very forceful in a statement also about sort of this appeasement policy of President Biden. And you said if he doesn't do what you were just saying to us earlier here about going after Iran and also uh, terrorist forces in the Middle East, you said, quote, anything less will confirm Joe Biden as a coward, unworthy of being commander in chief. Explain that, because, boy, uh, that was powerful. Well, first off, he has acted cowardly in the face of our enemies for three years. Every time he tries to turn the other cheek, he wants to turn down the temperature. If he had a partner for peace in Russia, in the Middle East, in China, that would be one thing like Ronald Reagan finally had in the end of his tenure after he had confronted Soviet Russia in the beginning of it. But Joe Biden doesn't have those. Joe Biden has enemies who see his weakness. They see that he's taped a kidney sign on Uncle Sam, and they take advantage of his fear. And frankly, he is not worthy of being the commander in chief of these brave troops who we have sitting in several bases across the Middle East like sitting ducks. Yes, we have excellent air defense systems, but it only takes one missile. It only takes one rocket, one one way attack drone to get through those air defenses to have what you saw last night. And these troops deserve better than a president who is scared to take the necessary steps to deter Iran and scare the Ayatollah straight or to kill dead all their terrorist forces. Uh, Senator John Katsipatidis, I mean, President Biden has given Iran uh, every step of the way, has given him things. I mean, uh, under President Trump, Iran was buying the 400,000 barrels a day. Now they're they're buying, uh, they're selling. Four million barrels a day, 400,000 to four million. We made them zillionaires, as I said, on Fox the other day. And and China, every step of the way, you know, on the batteries, you had a bipartisan uh, thing on batteries. He vetoed, President Biden has vetoed it in favor of China. I mean, isn't the, the American people, don't they think is enough is enough? John, I think they do, and that's why President uh, Biden's poll numbers are so bad, not just in general, but especially on national security. Um, Again, this is a president who is always like an elephant who's seen a mouse any time our enemies say so much as boo. Think about what's happened in Ukraine for the last two years. Part of the reason Vladimir Putin invaded Ukraine is because he saw a weak president in Afghanistan in the summer of 2021, and then... After he invaded, President Biden has pussyfooted around for two years, always refusing to give Ukraine the weapons in kind and in volume they need to win, but rather giving them just enough so they don't lose. It is the same pattern you see now in the Middle East, starting with the I mean, starting at the beginning of his presidency, Iran and its proxies were attacking Americans, but it accelerated after the atrocities in Israel on October 7th. And we continued to turn the other cheek. We took very, very minimal pinprick strikes at empty warehouses and buildings in the middle of the desert. We are striking a bunch of a bunch of sites in Yemen that are not killing these rebels themselves, but rather, again, buildings and warehouses, as opposed to imposing severe consequences on them until they get the message. Yeah, absolutely. They're like empty warehouses. Um, and everybody, we are talking to Senator Tom Cotton. Judge Weinberg, you have a question. Senator, good to talk to you again. I want to ask you about what's these stories about the Biden administration putting pressure on Israel to 
weaken their campaign against the Hamas terrorists by threatening to take away weaponry. What do you say about that? Yeah, that's 100 percent true. Again, from the very beginning, we should have only given Israel anything they needed and exactly when they needed it. Um, The reason President Biden didn't do that is because he wanted to maintain leverage and pressure over the government of Israel after it suffered the worst atrocity against Jews since the Holocaust. There's even debates about about delaying the uh, shipment of defensive weapons to Israel. So I have no no doubt that they're going to start delaying the shipment of missiles or um, guidance systems that turn dumb bombs into smart bombs. But they may even stop supplying missile defense systems or interceptors that help protect civilians in Israeli cities from the kind of attacks you continue to see from Hamas this very day in the populated civilian areas. Why do they do that? Well, one, they've imposed their bizarre ideological worldview on the Middle East, and somehow the Jews of Israel are an oppressor, and the Palestinians in Gaza are the oppressed, and therefore they have to root for the Palestinians. It's also a political question. Joe Biden is scared to death that he's got young progressive voters or Arab American voters who are soured on the fact that he's giving any support at all to Israel, albeit minimal support, and therefore he's worried about what this war means for his reelection. It's just uh. appalling that you have a president who is willing who is willing to threaten the people of Israel with cutting them off from ammunition in the middle of a shooting war because he's worried about carrying Michigan or Ohio or Pennsylvania in the election. Yeah, that is shameful. Uh, Senator Tom Cotton, thank you so much. Thank you for your service. And uh, please come back on again soon. It's terrific to have you here on the show. Great talking to you, Tom. Thank, thank you, you so Great to be on with you.